Welcome to yet another edition of Hit the Target podcast, proudly brought to you by Hollywood Bits. I'm your host, Jesse Nagel, here to discuss all things DSTV Premiership. And there's been some hot topics, of course. A shift in management this week, of course, Kaitano Tembo leaving his post at Supersport United. And it's getting quite hot in that 18 area, but we'll talk about that later. Now, let's touch on our 18 area. And of course, we've got the ever present Panele Pikwa joining us, as always. Yeah, greetings uh, to you, uh, Jesse. Greetings to the listeners at home. It's mm-hmm. always good to be on on this podcast. I know mm-hmm. there's always some interesting debates and, <laughs> and and opinions that have been drawn, but yeah, it's always good to to be here. Yeah, and for the first time in, I can't even remember when, but we've got the three wise men, the original three wise men, <laughs> uh, together on the podcast. Together, of course, I'm talking about Pro Pilani. Uh, Pro, we said we shouldn't rush you back after your injury, but Back to back weeks now, you you sort of doing a shallow leeling. For Miss Temporal classes, <laughs> <laughs> good to have you, here, bro. Good to be back. Um, hopefully, we are going to have another fruitful uh, podcast as we always do. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get straight into the Tembo story. Then, of course, leaving um, this week, sacked, parted ways. However, you want to put it, he's no longer in charge of Super Sport United, and it's been it's been coming, Panele. Yeah, uh, I'd say it's uh, long overdue. Uh, mm-hmm. We've always said that uh, I mean, SuperSport should should um, there should be a managerial change at SuperSport because um, the results weren't coming. There was a lot of uh, things that we were not sure of. Even the way they were playing, we were not sure of a, a lot of things. So um, it came at a time where I thought actually this guy maybe is not um, sackable at uh, SuperSport. You mm-hmm. know, um, also there were times where I'd, I'd come even in this podcast and say SuperSport must tell us what 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 they are. You know, mm-hmm. are they like a Maritzburg United now where you? developing all these players and you sell them or are they still like uh, a sundowns where you're chasing um, your leagues where you're chasing um, um, the trophies you know so yeah but they've fallen short they they want challenging when it comes to selling uh, and, and grooming players i think they've been one of the best i um, in the league i mean there's there's been a lot of um players every transfer window there's a super sport uh, player or two that has been linked with um a uh, top move. So, mm. in that regards, yes, I'd say Ukaitano Tempo has done well where he brings in the players and, and, and sell them. How do you feel about Kaitano uh, Tempo's dismissal? I'm, I'm disappointed. Uh, I'm disappointed. <laughs> I think Coach um, Tempo has done extremely well um, under the circumstances. And you look at the conditions at Super Sports United uh, in the middle of the season, you sell your key player. In Tebohomukwena, you sell them to your arch rivals or cross town rivals. Um, uh, you you take one of your star players, uh, you put him on the stand, and you, you you tell him that he will never play for the team again. Mm. And uh, you lose your your reiners, um through suspension. You lose your kabuza through injuries and suspension. You lose a Tlokwe um, through suspension and injuries. Uh, you are left with Keenan Phillips at the back. You are left with uh, uh, Meluk Flues at the back. And uh, for me, um, I think. Coach Kaitano Tembo did a job that no coach would ever do at Super Sports United. I doubt there's a coach, um, a fully fledged international coach, that can do what Coach Kaitano has done at Super Sports United. What did he do? Yeah, no, I, I think there's a lot of excuses uh, made by you, Pro. And for me, when we say it's a long time coming, it's not, I don't think Coach Kaitano Tembo was sacked for this season. I think from what he's done since the start and, of course, from where Supersport United were before him to where they are now, like Panelli was mentioning, that we don't even know how to judge them or how to see them because just the whole transition of being a top league-winning club and then a team that competes in cap finals to now 
are they in the top eight or are they outside the top eight? Yeah, but the team, the team, uh, the team is the one that uh, decided not to challenge for the league titles. It's, it's, it wasn't Costa Caetano's decision. It was the management decision not to challenge for the league titles. I mean, I understand that in the last five league matches, um, he has only won one. But in the last five, in the in all competition, he has not won a game. And uh, you look at that, and you look at uh, at, at how they are. Um, their position in the top eight as well. I think they are seventh or eighth, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. And uh, you look at those situations and you say, okay, you, maybe your top eight spots might be compromised because they would really like to be part of the MTN8 uh, Cup next season. But uh, for me, he has maintained consistency. He has kept Super Sport in the top eight. They, they've always been present. For me, I think that's what the bosses at Super Sport United want. Mm. Uh, other than that, because they know very well that they don't have the squad or the mileage to compete on the continent. So I know that they don't want the top three. And I know that they don't want to be outside of the top eight. So Coach Kaitan Kambo was giving them that. So bro, when you Based say, on that, it sounds like it's crazy to sack Coach Tempo. That's why I'm saying I'm disappointed. Cause, I mean, no, like, like how Pro is saying that no coach um, can come in and do what is done. But if if um, we're looking at only top eight, I mean, with, with those players, Pro, a lot of uh, coaches could would have achieved uh, me top eight. I mean, you're looking at uh, Gabuza, um, at one stage, easily, there, was, there was Umkwena, you know, there's um, your, your Jesse Donik, uh, your Obokekana, some are only left now. So we're judging a top eight on... Um, the past achievements they've had all those players they've had your Ronan Williams you know they've had some Problem. some yeah yeah your, your Robles they've had some interesting names for for top eight a lot of coaches can achieve a top eight with super sport and he's been achieving top eight with those players and and this season he was gonna achieve top eight because uh, in the last uh, six games that he was gonna play last five games I do believe that super sport United was gonna end in the top eight so, Pro, have you been convinced with the Supersport as a competing team over the last years? Yeah, but you you cannot judge him um, based on that because as the management that keeps on selling his best players, right now his best player is Jamie Weber. <laughs> That's his best player. So, tell, tell me, Jamie Weber is only 23. And that's your best player, Jesse Don. Jesse Don is like a, a 19, 20. Yeah. That's your key central midfielder. Luke Fleece. 22, your key player at the back, mm -hmm. Kenyon Phillips. He was just at under 20 World Cup just <laughs> yesterday. He's your key right back. I think it's 14 or 15 days, a bit too late for April Fools. <laughs> no, but what I said also, um, Jesse, um, in agreement, a little bit of agreement with if they were a team that is grooming and selling, then he's done an incredible job. Mm. And I think that's how pro and is viewing. And that's how pro is viewing them. So I think maybe what we are at fault for is still viewing them as that Super Sport United that we saw four years ago or, or whatever past, years ago. What, yeah. past couple of years ago that we saw competing and we saw top goal scorers and Bafana internationals coming from their squad. We saw that when the squad was announced that we'd see five, six, seven. In fact, it'd be mostly Super Sport United players. And now it's like Super Sport United. What are you doing? Are you a grooming super, a super sport for United, sundowns? Or? A Super Sport United of Pizzo Mosimane. You look at the Super Sport United of Gavin Hunt that won three league titles in a row. You look at the Super Sport United of um, uh, 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 Stuart Baxter that won uh, three trophies. And you compare them to the Super Sport United of Kaisano Temba, you will see that Kaisano Temba was sabotaged in a way. Because Stuart Baxter had quality players. Mm. Uh, Peter Mosemani had quality players. Gavin Hunt had quality players. And they all had senior players in that team. Kaisano Temba only had kids. Yeah, suppose up until a f certain point, Dean Furman, Little Onyane, they're all gone now. Those players are no longer there. So, yeah. 
So who's the leader there? I'm saying there's no reason to justify why, mm. why, like if, if you're sitting in the meeting or, or whatever board meeting. Because this, before, at the start of the week, this was the sacking derby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, so when you look at it, I mean, like I said, uh, of a, it's only two teams that have scored two or more goals against Kaiser Chiefs uh, mm. this season. So, yes, um, as bad as their defense is, uh, everyone's always complaining about the defense, but only Sundowns has conceded less goals um, than than Kaiser Chiefs, and um, the difference is like six five. You know, it's mm. not um, it's not so big. So it can tell you there 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 is a little bit of um, quality um, that is happening uh, defensively. You can um, there's there's some ser- some sense of organization that's happening, you know. And then, like Pro said last week, they're not a team that's relying on corners now and all of that. Yes, they haven't been scoring a lot of goals because um, they don't have uh, an out-and-out uh, forward that mm. that gives you a lot of goals, you know, that's guaranteed goals like your Shalililis, your all those um, type of players, you know. So when you look at that and you look at Chiefs now, if they don't finish second in 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 the league, it would have been a, a huge bottle. I mean, uh, they they've got uh, games in hands as much as games in hands are not points in hands, but the gap between them and Royal AM is like two points and with three games in hand, if I'm not mistaken. So mm. so with that, I mean, they they massive favourites to finish second. So you take a team from eighth, you finish second back into the Champions League. So now you you're saying, okay, guys, we've built something solid here. Let's back this coach um, in the market and say, coach. Now your second season go and perform. But if you're saying the coach finishes second, let's say he goes on and finishes second or third, you fire him and you look at the team. Even um, they they want being hit like fours or fives, you know. So there's no reason actually to mm. to justifiably to to sack Baxter. Pro, I won't sack Baxter. To be honest <laughs> with you, um, 39 points last season gave Chiefs uh, position eight. 39 mm. points this season they are third. And um, and uh, they still have a couple of games to play. I think there's a possibility that they might finish second. A huge possibility. Um, so you can't write them off. And I think um, their quest to qualify for Champions League starts against Super Sport United. Mm. Even though Super Sport United has an advantage uh, when it comes to this the, this fixture. And uh, I think since 2008, they've won seven times um, at Chiefs home ground. So you, you see that Super Sport enjoy playing against uh, Kaiser Chiefs, especially at FNB. So for me... Um, 
as as a Kaza, if I was a Kaza Chiefs fan, I was gonna pray that management doesn't listen to me. They keep Baxter next season, um, for 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 continuity purposes, mm. and uh, and and also for consistency as well. Because I think he has done um he has done well um under the circumstances. This is a team that did not sign anybody last season, mm. and uh, this is a team that is in transition. This is a team that is trying to move away from the players that won the championship. I think uh, seven or eight years ago. Mm. So for me, I think um, this is a perfect opportunity for Chiefs to kickstart their season and uh, and against the Super Sport United that has an intern in coach under Arenzo because he has not been um, a fully fledged head coach at the moment. He's just a caretaker. I think this is an opportunity for them to to take advantage of that and close the gap. So then, how are we viewing Kaiser Chiefs then? Because it seems like you two are both saying cap Champions League team or a team that's supposed to be competing for the cap spots and finishing second seems like a real possibility, but. You can't, if you're finishing second, who are you competing with? The team that finished first or the team that finished second, uh, third and fourth? So that's where, you know, that's where I'm seeing it from La Kaiser Chiefs. I don't know whether I should see them as a team well below Sundowns and in and around those Kev spots mix or a team that's supposed to be challenging for the title. I don't know. The thing is, when, when you talk about um, challenging sundowns, there's a lot of um, unrealistic expectations that people come up with. Um, e- even when you go on Twitter, you know, catching mm-hmm. sundowns is not something that's going to happen um, overnight. You can't just come from eight and then you catch sundowns. This is a different beast and you look at them. This is a team that's hard to score against. Not only um, we're talking about losing, you know, um, at some stage sundowns were massive favorites to win the league um, unbeaten. This is mm-hmm. a team that has lost three times in the last two um, seasons. Um, in the league so you have to respect that this is a team that uh, winning uh, that's won the MTN 8 this is a team that's in the semi-finals of the Netbank Cup they've surely now won the league you know so this is a team that can win every trophy that is possible so you can't just expect um, to challenge and, and, and dethrone them or overnight you know mm. it's, it's a process and then that's what people don't understand so when you're coming from 8th and then you finish 2nd for me I think it's a job well done a step closer this is now to go to management at the end of the season and say, guys, we've finished second. Here's the sundowns. In order for us to compete with them, bring your Bongani Zungus, bring these guys like that, bring guys like that, you know, um, cough up 20 million, let me try and buy players. Then mm. you've got a justifiable case, you know. But if um, they don't, then they can forget about this, about challenging. Yeah, like uh, if if you don't finish second and, and have that um, CAF Champions League to attract big players, then it will simply mean you are too far off Sundowns. Even motivating the players won't be easy. But um, if you want to challenge Sundowns, you have to first come second, then try and, and challenge and them. But you can't just um, um, challenge them overnight. Yeah, but in talking about this weekend's game, I have to say this. I'm sorry, but this is a banker. Chiefs will win this game. This is a banker. Yeah, yeah. Put it in all multiples. <laughs> you can't, you, but you can't challenge Sundowns with a 20 million budget. <laughs> no, I'm thinking you mean on one player. No, not not on one player. But what I'm saying is that if if you've got like no no no, hear me out. If you've got already your dollies, your billiards, mm. and, and 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 your nangas, and you know like what 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 happens is if you sign like for example um Abongani Zungu, um and then he comes and he plays with Unanga and let's say a Bakas or Ambule for 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 whatever, then you've now got a solid midfield. You know mm. what I'm saying? So. When when you when you already you've got um, the quality that can make you finish second, then what you need is just uh, one or two, three, uh, four key signings. You know, so obviously you can't be Sundowns. Sundowns is um, trying to win the CAF Champions League, but you, mm. you know we're talking about just winning the league and trying to be closer to them. So if you've 
get um, given a 20 million budget, I think for me it's enough when you're going to sign your Zungus um, free agents, you know, here mm -hmm. and there and to, to balance things out, you know. Yeah. So let's talk about Chiefs' as, uh, rivals this season because, of course, we mentioned that they are competing for that second spot. Royal AM and Cape Town City do, do battle in possibly the biggest game this weekend. It's Well, in terms of DSCV Premiership, of course. Two teams who are in the best form in the league at the moment. Of course, Sanan's losing not so long ago makes this the most informed uh, clash of the weekend. And I see Cape Town City winning this one. I don't know I why. I do, actually. I don't know why, but I see Cape Town City winning mm. this one. Um, where over 2.5 goals. Mm. Um, yeah. I think they won the last four in a row. Yeah, so um, they just they they're coming from a five five nil five one victory. Mm. So I see Cape Town City winning this one um, with uh, with over two goals and mm. um, and uh, and uh, with with the Chiefs one as well. I also see Chiefs scoring at least three goals. Sure. Um, so <laughs> for me, for me, this this weekend um, is one weekend where you can make a lot of money as mm. a as a punter. Yeah, true. Um, who gets that second spot? Because Cape Town City, I also agree with you that I do expect him to beat Royal AM. Of course, this would be the first time Royal AM lose in like what five matches or so. Sure. Um, so sure, you know that's an excellent story there as well. So that so, second spot is going to be quite tough at the end of the season. The second spot. Um, Let's talk about the second spot in the last three matches of the season. Mm -hmm. um, so you don't think this weekend gives nah, us any indication nah, of... Nah, because remember, remember that um, it's Royal AM and Kaiser Chiefs that are, that are vying for that second spot. Mm. So I, I do believe that uh, Royal AM, they are going to stumble somewhere, somehow. And the Kaiser Chiefs are unpredictable. Mm. They can win convincingly today. They can, they, they, they can play extremely bad the following <laughs> season, the following week. Mm. So um, it, it, it's still open. I know that uh, Paris fans want to hear something positive, but I know it, honest Paris fans, they know that they're not uh, in this conversation mm. of uh, second sport or third sport. So, um, Running the, the, comrades with no shoes on. Yeah, let, let's give the, let's give let, let let's give it until the last three matches of the season. Then we can come back and revise this podcast. Second spot for you, Vanille. I think it's it's in Chiefs' hands. Mm. Um, if if they bottle, then it would be um, all up to them. I mean, they've got um, games in hand. Games in hand. Yes, we've always said they're not points in hands. But if it's like uh, two points and three games, mm. you know, and we're looking at um, six, seven games till the season ends, then you've got a massive, massive um, chance of of uh, finishing second. So I think uh, Chiefs have a big opportunity of, of of finishing second. So I'll give it to them. Yeah, Pro actually mentioned that. Cape, uh, Royal AM Roding, Kaiser Chiefs are going for the spots. Yeah. Somewhat ruling out Cape Town City. Maybe nah. you did that nah. on purpose or the two teams. Cape Town City. Cape Town City. They will just want to finish on uh, finish fifth. Mm. Um, I think that will be a good <laughs> position for them, considering that they started the season very bad, mm -hmm. and I think they have recovered well in 2022. I think they're still unbeaten, if I'm not mistaken. So. Um, uh, we we can't put them in this conversation. It's too so late. Also, they started mm, their season too late. For they you. started their season too late. Unfortunately, let let let's let's see them next season. Maybe we might put them in the conversation of the Kev Confed Cup. For me, um, I'm saying um, top four is is confirmed um, this season with Sundowns being first, Chiefs second, Royal AM third, and Pirates fourth. If this top four finishes in a any mix masala way, mm. I'll wear Sundowns jersey at the end of the season. So if Cape Town City finish in the top four, you'll wear Sundowns jersey because you've put Pirates above them. What will happen is Chiefs will be, uh, Sundowns will be first, <laughs> Chiefs will be second, Royal AM third, Pirates fourth. If, or, mm. or, or give me a Pirates jersey rather. 
I can wear it if it doesn't happen like I that. I think Pro, we've got enough Sundance jerseys in your locker to, in, to in, spare one. You know, you know what's funny? Two fans <laughs> they don't consider pirates as their rival anymore. <laughs> no, I said you can give me pirates also. But whatever. it was like a yeah, you, yeah, you know. Yeah, like, uh, pirate, yeah, by the way, <laughs> if you've got a jersey. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I think that uh, sort of let's end on that note, gentlemen. Thanks again, as always, for the wonderful insights. It's going to be an interesting. Uh, weekend of DSCB Premiership football. Uh, of course, my money's on Cape Town City and Kaiser Chiefs. The gents in studio seem to agree um, somewhat. So there is a bit of a disagreement with the whole Kaitano Tembo sacking and whether it's a fair dismissal or not. But uh, we'll, of course, leave that to the listeners to leave their verdicts. Uh, gentlemen, uh, as always, such a pleasure. Pro, good to have you back for the second week running. Banele, our in-house yeah. Expert. <laughs> yeah, so it was good. Uh, it was good to be here. And uh, just to, mm-hmm. to clear the air, maybe for people listening at home asking, hey, why the disrespect, nothing about Sundowns and the uh, CAF Champions League. It was covered um, last week uh, mm-hmm. on last week's podcast. Um, we had a pro and to see Anderswane. There was a lot said about um, the Petro Luanda game. So we didn't want to overwhelm people with the same topic, but it was covered last week. It was our main topic. Mm-hmm. Good luck to Sundowns in, uh, in Angola. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that the, they won't disappoint. So, so pro. Last question: If, if, and this is a very big if, if uh, Pedro Luanda upsets the Sundowns and go through, managerial change. A big if. If Sundowns, we're lose gonna, we're gonna to answer the, and leave it on that note. So think yeah. wisely, pro. Yes or no? I won't even entertain that question. <laughs> yes or no? Because at Sundowns, we don't live in we don't live in ifs. <laughs> Until next week, gentlemen. Avoiding the question, sharp, sharp. <laughs>